0: Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 18th of March. This is the COB. All the stuff you need to know about the week in finance, business, market, startups, because of course, it's a Friday. Happy Friday to you, Scuddy.
1: TJF and uh, happy Friday to yourself as well.
0: Well, what a week it's been. I'd say all about, yes, Um, the war in Ukraine always comes first in front of mine, but um, rates, really, rates, rates in this environment where we've got a war in Europe, where we've got, you know, inflationary expectations amongst consumers riding high, in reality also soaring, so pretty interesting times.
1: Absolutely. Uh, The start of a tightening cycle in the States, so the first time in three years that we've seen a rate hike, uh, always a momentous occasion. Where it ends up is going to be anyone's guess, the uh, the Fed looking to go and... um, uh, manufacture a soft landing, doesn't always play out like that. So it's going to be incredibly interesting. We saw the Bank of England as well going hike rates. We've got the ECB talking about rate hikes. And even the RBA, after what was a stellar jobs print yesterday has to go and start acknowledging that the uh, the improved landscape probably does not justify keeping the cash rate at 10 basis points.
0: Nope. Not when you get that jobs report coming in so hot. Everybody has their own adjective for it. But Blockbuster, I think, was the one that we first used on air on Thursday. You can go back and listen to a lot of analysis on our website, ozbiz.com.au, a number of conversations on the big picture about where is the RBA now. And also, I mean, I think you wrote about it, you know, a couple of times this week, perhaps. It's just, you know, will there be a, a breath of fresh air coming through the RBA now that we've got all this pandemic stuff mostly behind us, and now we've got DeBell moving on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the the, the key question now is uh, who's going to be the replacement. Uh, there's lots of speculation out there at the moment. Let's just hope it's the uh, the best person for the job. Uh, we'll go and wait and see what uh, Josh Friedenberg has to go and say in the matter. He's the man who will go and pull the trigger on that particular appointment. Uh, lots of good internal and external candidates for the uh, for the bank to choose from.
0: Yeah. Well, so um, in this context, it's pretty incredible. But uh, equity markets, I mean, yes, this is pre the Friday session in New York, but over the week, the S&P 500 is up by close to 5%. Our local market closing up around 3% over the five trading days. Pretty extraordinary when you consider we've seen tightening from the Fed, seen tightening from the BOA, talking about, e, I should say, talking about tightening coming from the RBA, backdrop of war in Europe, soaring oil prices. I mean, yes, commodity prices did come back slightly this week, but... But really, it's a yo-yo.
1: It is. And it is still tricky. And I still can't think it's it's far too early to go and say that the coast is clear when it comes to that front. Uh, We've got quarter end, of course, getting pretty close as well at the moment. A lot of people making uh, no particular movements there. We've got options expiry in the States tonight as well, which will also go and funk things up, no doubt. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it's uh, good to go and see that rebound. We always say it on air, uh, markets hate uncertainty. Uh, One thing that the Fed decision did was provide some clarity on that front. Now, we know that's going to be pretty aggressive. Uh, The key question is, then, how it will go and play out. We're seeing how aggressive the Fed intends to be, that some of those back-end yields have just started to go and come off their highs a little bit over the recent days as well. And that may have gone and helped spark that uh, big bounce we've seen in those non-profitable tech names in particular.
0: Yeah, because tech has made a comeback. We've got an interview up online today. We um, conducted earlier this morning about tech and the rebound that we're seeing there. Um, we've got you know plenty of stock pickers out there telling us that there are some bargains to be had uh we had a good chat with Sean Fenton from Sage Capital. He talked a lot about some of the energy names here in Australia but also one tech related name kind of kind of interest rate related as well that he's picked for these uncertain times. So you can have a listen to that. It's available via the show notes. Um you've also got a buy hold sell available from Chris Conway for Marcus today talking about um how to protect your f- portfolio or how to deal with your portfolio in this rising interest rate environment. Um, so yeah, there's lots of stuff down under. You had a chat with Stuart Roberts from Stocks Down Under talking about fallen angels. What were those ones? Uh,
1: stocks that have been belted, uh, put bluntly, uh, based on the results, but uh, no, off one-off factors, so maybe uh, unjustly belted. Um, so a bit of a contrarian tinge today uh, for Stuart Roberts. So uh, always enjoy having a chat with him. So four for Friday. I'm going to call it.
0: Yeah, he's got a. He's got a way with words, that one, doesn't he? Um, good value. Vulcan Energy was out with a bit of news today. Look, it just reaffirmed that it's on track, I suppose, with its European net zero lithium um, uh, project, I guess, in Europe. Sorry, I'm stumbling because Scotty's smiling here. Um, every, every, thing, every single buzzword uh, you could possibly point to That is exactly <laughs> what Luke Winchester from Meriwether Capital had to say. And uh, Claude Walker from A Rich Life has his view on why the share price is so high. Take a listen.
1: I always sit on the sideline with stocks like this when they're so, like I, I call them battleground stocks where you have some people who, who really question it, you have some true believers. I, I always tend to sit on the sideline. If you're there, you probably continue to hold it. I don't think the business has done anything that would, you know, um, warrant you to sell it if you've already bought it at some point in the past. Um, for someone new to the story, I, I'd probably just hold off. It, it, it's, it's priced quite richly even compared to, you know, the, the net present value of the of the studies that they've currently got out. So the market's either assuming higher lithium prices, which may happen, or they're able to drill further and, and, and find deeper resources than what's currently estimated. Whether or not this is a great business in the end that succeeds and becomes profitable, that's one question. The other question is how did the share price get to where it is today and what's going to drive it from here? And in my view, the biggest factor is just this retail these retail followers. And for me, I'd actually have to say, look, if you're in it, I don't want to get in the way of you and you're speculating and stuff. But I would say this is don't go all in. Don't think it's a safe investment. It's not a safe investment. I would advise you to have fun trading it, but make sure that you you make a profit if you're in a position to do that.
0: All right. So if you'd like to listen to more on Vulcan Energy or Uh, get a couple buys from these guys. So they see the world through a pretty similar lens. So there's a couple of companies we talked about today that they would be buying now, um, considering where we're at in terms of the market and considering the prospects of these companies, growth companies going forward. So there's a little bit of a a tip for you if you have some time this weekend to listen to the call in its entirety. Can I also ask a favor? If you've got just five minutes this weekend, can you just um, click on our website and complete the subscriber survey? Big favor to me personally, big favor to the team. We just want to know a little bit more about you, know what kind of content will help you with your investment decisions more. And um, to incentivize you, there's a couple prizes on offer. Um, but really it's all about just making AusBiz better for you. And um, the team says thank you.
1: Yep, as I said earlier in the week, I can show you it's not an autographed photo of myself.
0: <laughs> all right, so Scotty, next week it's, it's less exciting on the macroeconomic front, I've got to say. Had a little look-see. Uh, consumer Confidence comes next week in the US. We get some loan data from China. Here in Australia, nothing huge, but we do have the Reserve Bank Governor Phil Lowe making an appearance at a Walkley journalism Business Journalists um, event. So look, it's not going to be a speech, but it will be worthwhile listening in to what he has to say. I think he's going to be interviewed by Tiki Fullerton, the Australian's business editor at large. Um, uh today just to just to summarize scuddy we saw the local market um, yeah still making some ground not as enthusiastic as on other days this week but pretty decent performance being put in what's um what's going to occupy your thinking this weekend when you're not changing nappies and, mm. and doing all those other fun things
1: yeah, Peter Rabbit uh, outfits uh, yeah uh, what's gonna be occupying my mind uh, probably I, I still expect that we're gonna get some announcement when it comes to some easing in China I'm surprised we haven't heard anything yet maybe it'll be this weekend you mentioned the uh, the loan prime rate that will be set on the 20th so of course that'll follow in the weekend so it'll be Monday we're we'll going to hear from the PBOC um, there's, a, there's a chance that there might be a, a reduction there as well we know that there's some support uh, supportive comments have come through from Chinese leadership uh, we know that uh, the five-year loan prime rate is very, very sensitive to the, the mortgage market there in China. So we'll keep a close eye on that one. But as you said, uh, a lot of the uh, the macro events front-loaded this month. So we'll sit back and wait. And I dare say, unfortunately, it'll be geopolitics that goes and drives matters. Hopefully, it will be good news.
0: All right. Well, look, Scotty, thanks for another good week. Thank you all out there for listening or watching, however you consume our AusBiz content. And uh, we really look forward to connecting with you in some way again next week.
1: Have a safe and relaxing weekend. We'll see you on Monday.